Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You want to skip the Funko Pops and the top five Pixar's? Maybe roll that over. Uh, if you want, it's up to you. Cause we got we got a lot of talk for gaming, everything from gaming onward. We have a shitload to cover. We could do it. We could do it. So you want to cover Halloween? Yeah, oh, yeah. Halloween, The Walking Dead, Spawn. Figure that'll take up a good fifteen minutes. Yeah, we could do that. Yeah, for sure. Okay, okay, okay. What is going on, guys? Welcome to the Second City Kids Podcast, episode number seventy-four. Seventy-four. Yes, sir. I think I just peaked the mic there. So rest in peace, headphone users. I apologize. Not really. I don't give a shit. But uh, yeah. So obviously, we took last week off because. I had to go to work, and we went out, and we had a fun experience, which we're going to cover right now. We had a but, great experience. But first and foremost, we are going to say uh, it is a beautiful day on the side of Chicago, Absolutely. Illinois. Absolutely. Uh, we went out and about. Uh, I got my oil changed this morning. I got a haircut. Cool, 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 cool. Feeling all right. Oil but, changes are great. Yeah. But other than that, uh, obviously, uh, I am your host, Jacob, and with me today, I have my good old buddy, Gabe. Hola. Yep. And uh, Gabe, buddy, old pal, Fox, old friend, bro, bro, fat. Uh, <laughs> he likes it. I like it. I love it. Um, how was your week, bro? How was your last couple weeks been? Good, man. It's been uh particularly well. I was uh-huh. um, I was spending some time with a buddy of mine. Okay. And uh, he he works for corporate at a certain car company. Not gonna say which, but it's a luxury car company. Mm. And he gets quarterly upgrades on his cars. Mm. Right. So he got a this this convertible. And so, you know, we hopped over and he stays around the Elmhurst area where houses are like, you know, two, three, four, five million dollars. Yeah. And so we hopped in the convertible and we just cruised around town. It was really nice. Mm. Uh, we had some Polaris bumping Ooh. and we, you know, hopped on the highway going Ooh. 60. Here's this. So, I, you know, it was just a moment of like really nice, pure kind of joy. Yeah. Yeah, man. Wind blowing, Polaris oh, bumping. Okay. Nice. Yeah, nice, warm day. It's a beautiful little um, imagery you put together there, Gabe. Yeah, I went to Nando's too. Nando's is so I, fire. I almost started tearing up. Not really. But yeah, so that, cool. Very cool. Uh, my week has consisted of work and more work. And I already explained what I've done today. Uh, have you ever been to, uh, I mean, I don't know how often you get your hair cut. And I'm sure you have a place because most guys have a place. Yeah. Me, I get my hair cut every once every six months. So I don't really have like loyalty to like a particular joint. Uh, there's this place called Floyd's Barbershop on LaGrange. Okay. Uh, it has like a punk rock kind of vibe to it. And oh, like cool, cool. a bunch of stylists and they're all pretty cool and yeah, it's the first time I went there, and I think I found my, I think I found a spot. You like it? Do yeah. you recommend it? Yeah, I would. Uh, check it out. The girls were funny. Uh, I, I'm, see, like, here's, here's the deal. Like, it's a barbershop, right? But I, I have like uh, a personal issue with dudes touching my hair. I, I don't know why. It's just something that I've never been comfortable with. Okay. And uh, like when I was a kid, I always get my hair cut by women and stuff like that. So like now, as an adult, I'm like, oh, I could probably break out of that. But I was like super stoked to find out that there was like a whole bunch of women working there. I'm like yes. So were they playing like punk rock music? Like yeah, yeah, stuff? yeah. They had uh, they had some good stuff going on there. Anything and, notable? Uh, they had like the chicks were like kind of like alternative girls, like you know what I mean. They weren't like oh, like suicide girls. Yeah, kind of like that. Okay. Uh, they 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 were cool. They were good chicks. Good stuff. See, I like my place because uh, they take notes. So when mm-hmm. you you know come back, yeah, when you come back, they're like, oh, so I see the stylist isn't here, but we have notes of how they yeah. did it. So if you want the same cut consistently. It's very good. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. That's cool. I think uh, Sports Clips does the same thing. But like I said, I don't really have like a loyalty to to a particular place. Yeah, man. I mean, that's fair when it's a you know by 
annual <laughs> yeah i told her i'm like yeah this is my first haircut of the new year and it's like june already so <laughs> I i'm overdue for one man. yeah i'm kind of shaggy a little bit but yeah if you uh if you ever feel f- frisky go for frisky it dingo check yeah, it out for sure all right gabe so last week as i said we didn't do the podcast because i had to work that sunday and saturday we had we had done something else right so we went out of our comfort zones and we went to finally an escape room yes we've been talking about it for ever probably since we started the podcast actually yeah. And, uh, you, you know, finally kind of committed. Yeah. Uh, do you remember the name of the place? I don't remember. Just Escape. Just Escape. Um, I liked it. I liked it a lot. Yes, sir. I liked it probably more than I expected to like yeah. it. I will say immediately as you walk into the room, and I don't want to give too much details, but as you walk into the room, I was like kind of underwhelmed. I think, I don't know if anybody No, else... absolutely. I was like, wow, this is kind of, well, without giving anything away, because obviously we recommend it. Um, I think... Initial impressions are a total lie when it comes to these things. Yeah. And it ended up being a lot more intricate and elaborate than we initially, yeah. Yeah. you know. Expected. But it wasn't like a brutally difficult, I will no, say. No, um, that one had, a, was it like a 30%? 30, 33% or something like that. 33% success rate. Yeah. We actually, because um, the quarterly record was 23 minutes remaining. And we had like 16 minutes. The problem with that is that like the last puzzle, like it didn't. Yeah, dude, we, we spent 10 minutes on the last yeah, puzzle. Yeah, and it wasn't even like our fault, really. But I think we could have beaten it. But it is what it is, you I, know. I, honestly... I thought going into this escape room situation, I thought that we were going to finish with like 30 seconds left. Yeah. Because that's, you know, we're last minute guys. That's just yeah. what we do. Or we were going to like not finish at all. Yeah. And then when I learned that we had a, ch- a massive chunk of time left, mm-hmm. I was like, wow, we did pretty well for... Pretty well, yeah. Our, you know, for us, our girlfriends and... Gabe, Nikki, or no, you are Gabe. Nikki and my cousin, yeah. Yeah. Um, I will say... uh. Because I think you you kind of like, well, make, just make sure it's not the hardest one because they, we didn't want to like be embarrassed and get yeah. our ass kicked. Uh, but then, like you said, we, I think we did surprisingly well. Yeah. I was explaining to Adriana, I'm like, yeah, because the communi- communication level between all six of us, I'm like, I've known Nikki for a long time. Obviously, I've known my cousin for a long time. I'm like, we kind of just, we all just speak the same language. You yeah. I mean? There was, um, that, that communication, fuck, dude, the communication went so well. Yeah. I was like genuinely surprised. Yeah. Um, so it, it was fun. It's in the Grange. Like I said, I will check it out again. Uh, however, this is now we're down the rabbit hole, right? Yeah. Now we're, now we want to do another one. Yeah. Now we want to do another one. And the next thing you know, uh, we're gonna be knocking out like a whole bunch of these in a row. Cause it was something that I, I thought it would be like, Oh, like a one and done. Oh, it was fun. And get it we, out of your system. Yeah. And we just never know. Now it's a hobby. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it's something we're going to have to get into. And I know you've been looking into Groupon and stuff like that. Cause they have deals. And, uh, I've been looking at this one in particular in Orland park, which is supposed to be very heavily themed. Which is something I really want. Is it the one your cousin suggested? Yeah. Yeah, they got a group on for that one too, buddy. Yeah. Uh, it's very heavily themed. And like I said, th- this one, like you said, you kind of walk into the room and you're like, oh, well. But it had it had surprises. Yeah, yeah. no, it had, wow, it had a shitload of surprises. Yeah, it had surprises. Um, so I want to experience one that's like super heavily themed. So I can kind of. Shall be- we go dressed up too, like uh, Orient Express? Yeah, bro. Style? Yeah. Because like, I want to be feel like I'm on a movie set, you know? So uh, to kind of wrap it up nicely. If you were raised on Scooby-Doo, um, by all fucking means, check it out. Because I, I enjoy detective movies. I yeah. enjoy Scooby-Doo, obviously. I enjoy that stuff. Yeah. And to kind of be in it and live it, live in it was a lot of fun. Yeah. I and, think uh, everybody kind of embraced it, too. Like, I, I, didn't, yeah. I didn't really think that maybe, like, a couple of people would be kind of eh, about it. But everybody seemed to be, like, really go for it, which I really liked. You know, my girlfriend was kind of like, I, she, she enjoyed it a lot, too. But she was like, yeah, when they kind of put us in there and they closed the door and they just kind of said, go at it. She's like, I didn't know where to go. I was like, but that's kind of the fun of it. Yeah. Just kind of looking around and figuring out. You don't know where to start. Yeah. yeah. You got to find, you gotta and, find um, a launch point. So uh, just to, just escape in the Grange. Um, 
solid. Check it out. The yeah. the host was really cool yeah. too, man. He was a really kind of cool kind guy. of a weird, awkward kind of a dude he, out there, but yeah. I, I wouldn't mind getting a beer with him. Yeah, he seemed like <laughs> a nice guy. But uh, yeah, for sure. So check it out. And if you're, like you said, you kind of into the whole puzzle thing. Yeah, man. it's a good so, good way to go. I think the only fair thing to do at this point was to kind of create a ranking system as okay. we go along. Sure. And this being our first one, it is A in first place and B also in last place by default. Yeah. So as we explore more and more, we will let you guys know how it yeah, compares. For sure. And um, if there's any you recommend us to go to or anything you want Twitter. us to check out, Twitter, email, yeah. uh, along those lines. Yes, sir. That's All right. enough. Uh, big news. Yes. Movies. I know you're hyped about this. Let's All talk. right. So this is something that we've been hyping since I feel like October of last year, right? At least. Oh, easily. Probably this summer. We were, we were talking about it last year. Finally, after all this time, we have got the initial first trailer for the new Halloween 2018. Uh, written by Danny McBride, executive produced by John Carpenter, uh, starring Jamie Lee Curtis back in her... Uh, oh, 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 hang on. You, you forgot something. We get a whole new score from John Carpenter as well. Yes. Yes, we do. And um, wow. we're back, man. Yeah, we're back. Um, so, okay, so let's just kind of dissect it. Sure. Because you, you probably saw it moments after it came up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was and like nine, you, minute, up nine minutes. Yeah. And, um, and then I checked it out later in the day. And uh, let me start off by saying, wow. Yeah. There's a lot of good stuff in that trailer. Sure. Uh, first, I want to kind of throw out the, the comedic backhand that they had. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, wasn't he your... your yeah, your, yeah, yeah, your mom's brother, and exactly. they're like, "No, people made that up." That was dumb. <laughs> yeah. That is a phenomenal way to retcon something. Yeah, hundred percent. I I love it. Yeah. It was just a very a very light. Yeah, to, to all the previous movies, and, and like it, it. it's because like that's like kind of one of the quote unquote big questions going into the film is like, what is that? And it's just like you know what, Michael's just pissed that she got he, she got the better of him. Yep, and that's all he needs really. And it's the fortieth anniversary of his first rampage. A better time to come back, and apparently, like what what the trailer kind of le- like leaned towards that these documentary people, I don't know what they are, kind of set them off because uh, I don't because the mask, yeah, because of the mask. They bring the mask to the asylum, and he's yeah. I also slightly curious about how he got captured, right? Because obviously, yeah, he escaped. Yeah, no one. He's uh, he's you know, this is immediately following the first one, so I wonder if they're going to kind of show that how they found him. I think who said it. Somebody's like, oh, he crawled into a bush. <laughs> like, you know, that's why he was gone. But um, I'm kind of curious. Uh, somebody said on Facebook that uh, in a weird way, it's like he has personality now. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he has and a we, personality. I don't think we've seen that before. I think the whole creepiness of Michael Myers was not having the personality. The just robotic. Being silent. Yeah. yeah. But now, now we have like a backstory, or I should say more of a backstory. Yeah. And we have some kind of intricacies yeah. weaved into the character 100 percent, and i dig it yeah i dig it a lot man. and it's like um it's like a personal vendetta between laurie strode and michael myers at this point <sighs> See, well my well I michael was just rampaging through this hapless group of teenagers between them and they're not related anymore thank god kind of something that convoluted the whole storyline anyways um it's just personal and yeah she, she even, she's the one that he didn't get yeah and she's, she's like, alive. I'm going to kill this motherfucker. Yeah, and I and love she, it. And she even said it in the trailer. She's like, I prayed every night for him to escape. Yep. He's like, why? He's like, so I can kill him. It's like, yeah, you do. That's yeah, a, you do. <laughs> I love that approach. Yes. Because everything up to this point, it's, oh, Michael isn't real. Mm-hmm. Or, or, oh, Michael. Mm-hmm. You know, but now it's like, bring it on, bitch. Yeah. Uh, and I'm, I'm pumped, bro. Uh, I will say, um, this is Bloomhouse, right? So we talked about Bloomhouse in the, in the past, right? And they 
are they walk a fine line. They've had some great, great movies, but they've also had some shit stirred and all of that. <laughs> and the way I talk myself down from it, because I get a little nervous, right? Okay. When I see that they're involved. Uh, the way I talk myself down is that if they were able to convince Jamie Lee Curtis to come back. They're already on good. It has to be good. Yeah. If they if they if they manage to get John Carpenter to slap his name on top of it and the and the partial. and and compose a new fucking score. Yeah. I think people are underplaying this. <laughs> the Michael Myers theme is easily one of the most recognizable yeah. in like all of all of film. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And I think it makes me feel better about the whole entire situation. And like I said, the, the fact that they're able to get retcon everybody's blessing. Yeah. Retcon everything and everybody to be like cool means that. I think they're going to do a good job. I will, that mask is fucking fantastic looking, Oh, the weathered too. one? Yeah, it's so fucking good. It doesn't look like the shitty Rob Zombie one where you rip a fucking eye off and you threw it in fucking hell. It has, like, mildew and shit on it. It looks like a mask that he would wear that was just... It's, that's 40 years old. That's been sitting in a box for 40 years. And, uh, yeah, man, I'm fucking pumped. So, um, I know you had some issues with my boy back in the day. <laughs> yeah. And I know the movie's not out yet. Yeah. Would you say you're less worried now that you've seen the trailer about yes. Danny McBride. Yes. Um, I wouldn't say I was worried. I think it was just a, a weird place to come from. You know what I mean? Because considering what he's done at this done. point. Yes. Yeah. Um, so well, kind of calling back to what we talked about. He, he grew up on this. Yeah. He was a kid when this came out. Yeah. And who better than to capture all that? Other than me, nobody else. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's fair. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm a mega fan of this franchise. And uh, all I want to do is sit down and watch all of them now. Yeah, and, it's going to be good, man. And get fucking hyped and pumped. And my favorite thing is that it actually comes out on Halloween. It doesn't come out in August like some of these horror movies do. They come out in fucking August, but they're out of theaters by the time Halloween come, even comes around. So it comes out in the dead of October, in the middle, right in the middle. And, uh, yeah, opening weekend. I'll be there. And you're so going to expect a review on the Second City Kids stuff. podcast. Um, well, one last closing comment on this. I don't want to see anything else. Okay. Because... All I needed was this one thing to convince me to go see it. Yeah. And now I want to see it. And now I don't want any more footage. <laughs> All right. I want to go in there completely fucking blind. Okay. And that that's just my kind of closing comment on this. All right. I get you. Uh, real quick, I actually didn't write it down. Uh, there is actually two other trailers that, that came out this week. Sure. Um, we'll start with uh, How to Train Your Dragon 3. Oh, man. Have you so seen this? Oh, good. You, so you have seen it. So yes. he... Um, oh, yeah. We talked about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Flynn. Finn? Flynn? Finn? What's the kid's name? I can't. Hiccup. Hiccup. Oh, shit. Who the fuck is Flynn? I don't know. Oh, that's from uh, Tangled. Whoops. Uh, so Hiccup looks like Jake Gyllenhaal. Mm-hmm. And, um, okay, so I love the series. Yeah. I don't know about you. I've seen the movies. I haven't seen the show. It's kind of weird out I there. I haven't watched the show. Before. Not contingent with yeah. the universe, but mm-hmm. it's, it's fucking great. I love yeah. it. Um, I mean, what more is to say? I like the 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 light, light night fury. The light fury, yeah. yeah the light fury. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, man. Uh, I'm pumped, man. I, it's like uh, I'm looking at it as kind of like a uh, how I met your mother for a dragon, so to speak. And I was telling Adriana, I'm like, they totally fail if they miss like having their children be like striped. They totally miss the, fucking miss the opportunity there if they don't have the light fury night fury make sure be like zebra print. Okay, so a couple things about this trailer. First of all, we see a new kind of dragon power where she you know shoots a bolt and, and then she phases. Yeah. So now the question is, can the dragons we know have different abilities and shit? Well, can they do that? I don't know. Or can, I you know, is there something hidden? It could be a, just a light fury thing. So we'll find I guess out. we'll have to see on that one. Yeah. And the second thing, um, kind, of, kind of a bit of an issue, but it's to come with the territory. 
all these movies, the premise is, oh, no, our world is ending, blah, yeah. blah, blah. There's some asshole capturing dragons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I get it. It comes with the movie. And don't get me wrong. Everything else everything else, totally makes up for yeah. the shitty villain. I'd agree with that. But it's kind of like, that was the thing I noticed where they're like, oh, I'm capturing all the dragons again. Give me your Night Fury. And yeah. I'm like, uh, we've seen this before. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Uh, the, first, the second time, well, for the second movie, the first time around, it was original. But at this point, it's like we've seen this already, and well, you're le- and you're less physically imposing than the first guy. So why are we supposed to be threatened? Well, in the first movie, I think it wasn't even the same story because it was taming the dragons. Yeah, and it was kind of coming to terms with them. It was yeah. a, it was a different aspect of the story, changing the, your perspective. Yeah, yeah. And then the second one was okay. Dragons are incorporated. Now we just have some asshole. Who's and the, the only piece of new information we got in two was that there's an alpha, or that there are two alphas at, yeah. at one point. Yeah. You know, so that, that's kind of my concern. Now mm-hmm. we're going to have a revamp of the first or the second movie's villain. Yeah. And that's kind of like I said, in a, if anything, he's less physically imposing and a little less frightening than the first guy. Because <sighs> this the guy was like big and bulky. He could be more cunning and make him more scary that way. But I'm not really intimidated. We will see. But I have faith. Um, I, I haven't been disappointed by a How to Train Your Dragon movie yet. I'd agree. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, wrapping that up. And the third trailer that came out this week, uh, I think it actually might have came out last week, but besides the point. Wreck-It Ralph. Ralph Breaks the Internet 2. Have you seen this? Uh, I have seen the first one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was good. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Um, I have not seen the trailer for the second one. Okay. Uh, so it's funny because I think it's a little less, this game, this movie is a little less video game oriented and they're going to the internet. They, I guess Uh-oh. the, the arcade they got, got, got Wi-Fi and they're flying through the internet. Right. So they end up on like Disney, the Disney part of the internet. Right. So they have fucking star Wars cameos in this bitch. They have Marvel ooh, ooh, cameos ooh, ooh, in this thing. And, um, she ends up with the princesses. Right. And, uh, this is the first time that all the Disney princesses have been on the same screen at the same exact time. So it's kind of awesome. But it's kind of funny because she was like, um, you know, can you, do you have magical hair? And she's like, no. You're like, do you have magical hands? She's like, no. Have you been uh, cursed, poisoned, uh, you know, enslaved and captured? And she's like, whoa, should I call the cops? You guys are scaring me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> she's like, ah, you, you guys okay? Like, you know what I mean? And um, it, she, then like the final punchline for that was like, okay, has a big guy, uh, or has a big man been uh, taking all the credit for saving you or whatever? And she's like, yes. She's like, what's up with that? And that was like, oh, yeah, she's a Disney princess. So, <laughs> yeah, um, it's cute, right? I was a big fan of the first Wreck-It Ralph. I'm going to see the second one because I'm a fan. And uh, it looks good, man. Good they're, they're going stuff. to the Internet. And I like because, uh, like I said, they're going through the Internet. So they see Google and fucking Amazon has this big, massive fucking look- empire looking thing. And Disney has like its own land. And it's, just, it's fun. It looks good. So I will check it out. And if you haven't seen the trailer yet, I recommend that you do because it's cute and fun. Copy that. Yes, sir. Movie trailers for this week. Yeah. Uh, Jamie Foxx. Yeah. So I love Jamie Foxx. We do. Uh, Spawn. Yes. Interesting choice. Yeah. Um, I was talking to somebody at work and he's like, why does not have Michael Jaya White do it again? Because he's he, still. He was great. Yeah. He was great. He's still in shape. He still looks good. Why couldn't he just do it again? And my thing is, I guess, like, well, they're trying to remove it from that movie. I think it would be. Kind of separated. Yeah. Because. Uh, obviously, it's a different beast now. So uh, this whole the whole comics, yeah, the yeah. whole comic book superhero thing is its own beast now. Uh, I think it's okay pick. Uh, I like Jamie Fox. I think he has some acting chops, and I think he could pull it off. So Jamie Fox was in Baby Driver, mm-hmm. and he was playing Bones, mm-hmm. and I fucking hated that guy. Yeah, but I love Jamie Fox. Yeah, but I 
fucking hated him in that mm-hmm. movie. And I think he'll do fine as Spawn. Yeah. Just to kind of show the, you know, he can't pull off a role yeah. if you throw it at him. That's true. Uh, and like I said, I think it's going to be fun. Uh, I think it's uh, an interesting choice. And moving forward, uh, we'll see where it fits in the grand scheme of things. Because it's not Marvel or DC, right? It's not Marvel. It's some weird... Dark Horse or something like that? Or I want to say it's Dark Horse. With their, something like that. Okay, so um, let's cover the last kind of big piece of movie news. Mm-hmm. Al Pacino, new Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, I guess they released a... Like, He's on board? Yeah, like a big list of people who are in it. Highlighted by the big man, Big Al himself, Mr. Al Pacino, uh, who's going to be in this film. And so cool. let's just do a, like a quick recap. We got DiCaprio. Yep. Uh, we got Margot Robbie. Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. Uh, Al Pacino. Mm-hmm. A uh, couple of others. Yeah. I kind of think more of like the basic kind of Quentin Tarantino crew is also in there. But, I'm waiting for Samuel L. Jackson. Can he be the narrator, please? Mm. Once upon a time in Hollywood, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, big name, man. I think it's... Because um, they, they haven't worked together, have they? Nope. Is- and I'm kind of interested. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'm very interested. Yeah. If I'm, if I'm being strict with you. If it... Depending on his role. Hopefully he has more... Because, I mean... You can only hand out so many main, main roles, right? And then we have Brad Pitt, who's a star, and you know Leo, who's a bona fide star, and Margot Robbie, who's a bona fide star. All right, and... all right, all right. Let, let me let me harken back to the Hateful Eight. All those eight characters were fucking phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And we got ten, ten people, right? Yeah, and the All Star crew. Yeah, I think he'll do it justice. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so I'm excited to see that that dynamic. Hopefully. Uh, but Chino likes him, and they do something together in the future again. I'm I'm glad to see him because I, I just uh, rewatched Godfather two not too long ago. I'm glad to see him in another movie. Yeah, it's just let me leave it at that. Yeah, hundred percent. You've seen Godfathers. You, you know I just watched Godfather. Scarface the other day for, uh, for the first time in a so while. Good. So good, man. It, it, it it's like like I saw it, and then a few days later it came out that he's in. I yeah. Was like, wow, this is destiny. Preach, <laughs> preach. <laughs> All right, let's move on to gaming. Well, actually, we forgot about one thing. Oh, what do we? Uh, Andrew Lincoln leaving The Walking Dead. Oh yeah. So Andrew Lincoln, he plays Rick Grimes. Rick Rick Grimes. Rick Grimes, obviously the main character of the whole entire fucking franchise as a whole. Uh, he has decided that it's time for him to walk away. I don't know the comic book lore and how this relates, or even if Rick Grimes dies. But um, let's face it, Walking Dead isn't what it used to be. It's overdone. Yes. Yeah. It's it's I think it's over with now. I think it's time to move on. It, the first couple of seasons were great, but when, uh, and to relate this to Batman, you live yourself long. You live long enough to see yourself become the villain, and that's kind of where um, I feel The Walking Dead has become. It's kind of become a parody of itself at this point. I guess you could say it's the uh, Crawling Dead at this point. Yeah, uh, um, I mean, they could have. They probably could have ended it a while ago, and it would have been fine, and nobody would have bat an eye. And, you know, it could have gone down as one of the great shows of all time, but I think it's kind of tarnished its legacy because it stayed oh, around absolutely. so long. Yeah, because it stayed around so long. Uh, like Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad, what, had five seasons, five great, fantastic, wonderful seasons, and then it moved on? We were speaking about Breaking Bad today, me and my buddies, and the reason why, one of the reasons why it's so great is because every episode is used, every piece of information is used. There's mm-hmm. no filler. There's mm-hmm. no bullshit on screen. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, I love, like, Scrubs, Friends, Seinfeld, stuff yeah. like that. You know, like classic sitcoms, yeah. some of the greatest. But you still have those episodes where it's like, how the fuck does this have to do with anything? Mm, yeah. Breaking Bad has none of that. Yeah. But right. uh, not to diverge. But yes, Walking Dead, um, if taken some creative differences, I think it would have easily went down in one of the best shows. Yeah. And one of those things where if you take a film class, people are going to be like, look at how this was directed. Yeah. I agree. Um, 
RIP Walking Dead. I think with with his departure, it was kind of the end of this this thing. There was quite a zombie boom there, wasn't there, from like 2010 the, to like 2015? A, yeah. a big one. A big one. I think you, you can't deny that it, you know Walking Dead. Yeah, it, it didn't totally catalyze that. But I, I think it's well. I think it started with like when they started bringing that back, to like the Romero zombie. When they started remaking those, it kind of started off as that. Oh yeah, like don't get me wrong. I love the Dawn of the Dead remake yeah. and stuff, but 2010 there was like. Exponential growth. I think zom- everything was zombies. I, I think video games definitely helped that. I think they had a big part in all that. Yeah, uh, zombies EP. Uh, <laughs> there's many factors. But yeah, we're, we're not gonna dive into that because we got a shitload of stuff to cover. Yeah, Let's talk so, about gaming. Moving on. Yeah. So real quick, I just wanted to dive into this because this is something that's fucking starting to get on my nerves. So I'm a YouTube gaming follower, right? I follow the the YouTube gaming stuff, and I get it. All right, Fortnite's fun. All right, I've played it. I had a good time. But it's an like every content creator now on YouTube who's been gaming related is now doing like Fortnite videos like 3 a day and I'm like you want to know why? It's not that interesting to me. You want to know why? Why? Um do you remember when uh actually I don't know if you remember, but you might. You remember when uh Minecraft was the shit for like little kids? Yeah. And now it's Fortnite. Yeah. So, and these guys make a living off YouTube because now you can. We live in that time and age. Uh-huh. So you're gonna make stuff that gets you views, right? Yeah. Even if it's shit content. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's your paycheck. Well, my thing is like Minecraft. At least, not everything's the same, right? No, I, I completely understand. Your, your world's auto-generated. It's completely different from everybody else's world, right? And I, I could watch Minecraft be played for quite some time without really getting bored. I played Minecraft for hours without really getting bored. Um. You play, for me, this is a me thing. Uh, you play three games of Fortnite. You had fun, but you want to play something else. That's that's me. I think that was me on the tier when we played it early last year. Yeah. I said, I'll play with you guys, and then I uninstalled it because I never touched it again. Yeah. It was fun, but now it's like now they have updates every week. and All these skins. This and that. No, I, I got a nephew who's like seven, and that's yeah. all he talks about. Thanos is in it. and it, It's, it's the new thing, and... um. I hate to say it, man. It's, it's, it's going to die out when the next thing comes around. Yeah. It's, um, I, I'm sure there's some merit to it. I'm sure there's some notes you can take at the end of the day, but it's, it's coming and it's going to be going. And my, in my, my opinion, it's not even the best free to play out there right now. I no. think, Smi- I think Smite is still the best free to play. Smite and Warframe are easy. Oh, you like Warframe a lot yet too. Yeah. yeah. I think I'd see, Smite easily beats it as best free to play out there. That's yeah, my opinion. Yeah, but think about it like this. Smite. If you're 10, you don't want to play Smite. You don't want to think. Why not? <laughs> you you, you, you got to have a bit more of a developed brain to play Smite. To, yeah. play, to play Smite the right way. Yeah. Because I'm sure you could play Smite at 10. Um, you know, the single player mode. And then when you go into Arena or, or God forbid, any of the other game modes, yeah. you're going to get fucking shrecked. I still don't, I still don't, fuck, with, I still don't fuck with Conquest, man. I, I still get scared. Scary, man. Yeah, I don't want to get fucked. First off, I don't have an hour and a half to play one game, number one. Number two, uh, I don't want to get yelled at. Quite dirty, baby. Uh-huh. Speaking about getting yelled at. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> PUBG is, uh, was well, kind of older news at this point, but I guess PUBG is suing Fortnite for like intellectual property, which my, my case is like this whole Battle Royale thing existed before PUBG. So why the fuck are they opening up that can also, of worms? Is, um, Fortnite is Epic Games, right? Yes. They make the engine for PUBG. Just saying. You're, Epic does? Yeah. They're turning on some dangerous territory. Does Epic really? What's what's the engine? It's uh. Well, I was reading up on this somewhere. They make the engine for PUBG. <laughs> that's just that's just literally biting it's the hand biting that feeds. The, yeah, exactly. 
Really? Yeah. I didn't even know Epic even had their own engine. I thought they were using Unreal. I'm confused. I feel like everybody uses Unreal now, man. It's so good. It's it's great, but I feel like it's it's funny because like when you tell talk about Unreal Tournament, people don't even know what the fuck that is anymore. <laughs> but everybody knows the engine because everybody fucking plays the engine. I don't know. I don't know. Research. Yep. Um, so Epic Games makes Unreal Engine 4, and guess what PUBG runs on? Really? Huh. But is it like one of those things that's so big that it's beyond them now? I didn't know Epic made that. I had no clue. So um, let me throw this out there. If PUBG's going to sue Fortnite, they might as well just try and sue everybody else that are slapping the Battle Royale label on it. Yeah. They. Um, well, the problem is that Fortnite's making money. That's the problem. I Honestly, I'm so uninvested in this conversation i don't care both of them can fucking burn to the ground i'm with you but i just want i just want i thought it was funny yeah. it's, and that's double interesting when you mention that right that, the whole yeah. epic thing that's a little I, ridiculous i get it they're salty but i'm sure if PUBG made their game free it'd be a very different story because mm. you're there's no startup cost for Fortnite. you mm. download it you run yeah but there is a forty dollar startup cost for PUBG, mm-hmm. and there's your initial problem and i argue it's not even a fucking for it's a not even worth the value that what you're paying for it. Forty. It's not a forty dollar. It's not a forty dollar game. It's but, twenty dollar game. But you know, you, you're gonna get your game out there to more people when it's free yeah. or when it's forty dollars. Because now, well, now the question is: Do I spend forty dollars on this mech game or do I spend an extra twenty and get a AAA title? Yeah, I don't know exactly. I don't so I'll know. tell you right now: uh, Rainbow Six is under forty dollars. Yeah. So save yourself some cash and get. <laughs> Point being, play Siege, people. Speaking of which, what happened to this this mini conversation? So me and Gabe hopped into a uh, a game of ranked last night on the new Parabellum. Great, I love it. Yeah, uh, the Operation Parabellum. Yeah, op- Operation New Season. Uh, me and Gabe were Silver Three at the end of the last season. I mean, to be fair, I got ranked like the last day of the fucking season because yeah. I didn't play. Um, but let's talk about this because it's not even on the notes because. Okay, so Operation Parabellum introduces two new ap- operators, Alibi, Maestro. Maestro. We're not going to cover them. We talked about them the whole time. Yeah. Uh, Maestro has Evil Eye. Yeah. It's a remote turret. Alibi has uh, Shadow Clone Jutsu, has the <laughs> copycat thing from Halo. <coughs> it's great. It's yeah. Great mechanics. They play in really well, and it kind of ties away from that rushdown meta, yeah. which is exactly what we needed. It's now the Intel meta. Yeah. Okay? So that's kind of covering, catching you up to speed if you yeah. haven't been listening to the last yes. 30 dozen episodes. But I want to talk beyond that. I want to talk about the fucking UI. Because those, oh, are, so those are changes that you know that were talked about. I was like, oh, cool, UI. But then it comes out. And you're like, wow. Yeah, it's so fucking silky smooth, goddammit. And I feel like, and I mentioned this yesterday when before my kid had a meltdown, um, that... I feel like right now, Siege is what it was supposed to be when it came out. Absolutely. Yeah. It is a great playing and a great looking game. Yeah. That fuck, have, you ever, have you gone on top of Villa, the map yet, and gone on top of the actual house yet? I have not, no. When you wrapple up and then you actually see like the vineyards and shit, it's like, wow. That's yeah, impressive. Man, that's good. That's good, though. Yeah. Uh, and you haven't really seen that yet in Siege, like with the super impressive backgrounds and stuff like that, because it's kind of been this kind of close quarters you even know. alluding to that the whole switching sides dynamic thing where they that flip around the castle yeah. and the sword i think that's so gorgeous I, I, yeah. that is so fucking sexy and not even just that like the fact that you see blue and orange, orange and when in the kill feed yep now as opposed to kind of kind of just being plain text before as it was before oh well it was colored text well yeah which, i know which is hard to see hard yeah depending on the map and stuff like that now it's highlighted big and bold it's great man it's it's beautiful man. and it kind of goes to show how crazy 
this is a minor change. Yeah. This is something you could have done in a week. Yeah. And then they dropped it, and and it's just a, such a massive difference. Yeah. And I, I, does it does it feel smooth? Does it play smoother to you too? I think it's just us. You think so? I think so. You think they it's just they us? were doing some server stuff. Yeah. I don't know if that got over to console though, because they were doing PC server stuff, mm. and that's all I read up on. Mm. But I think it might just be kind of our impression on it. Yeah. Where we're like, wow, this is so good, yeah. silky smooth. Uh, number one, Clubhouse is awesome now. Oh, it is fucking great. It was Nobody awesome. plays bar anymore. Huh? Nobody plays bar anymore. Yeah. Uh, it was awesome before, but I love the change. I think it was a great call. Oh, it was so convoluted before, yeah. man. But now it's. It I makes sense. Say it's, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. The layout makes sense. Uh, that's number one. Number two, Villa is a lot of fun. It's beautifully designed, and I'm really looking forward to how it ends up being played. Uh, I'm curious to see if it sticks around. I think so. I think uh, so. I think it's a good rotation, especially now because they got rid of Tower, which I hated. <laughs> yeah. And now this. It's funny because uh, yesterday you are like, oh, man, watch those spawn, spawn peaks or whatever on Villa, but it was impossible to spawn peak in, in Tower, and you're like, oh, man, fuck Tower. So it was, it's weird. I, I didn't like Tower. Yeah. I'm sorry. Is it, you said it was claustrophobic, right? Yeah. Just I don't know. I didn't like the way it played. But yeah, I think I got spite of the lesser maps that have become been out. I think, but I'd agree with you on that. But overall, man, like like Gabe said, on piggybacking off the end of that last conversation, by siege. Now's the time. Uh, I just want to cover a couple of plays we had last night. Oh yeah. So we were playing cafe. I think that's the one we had most fun on. Even though oh yeah, south real fucking quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Jake was playing Havana and I was playing Zofia, Zofia. on the attack <laughs> turns. Yeah, yeah. Pretty consistently, those are you know. And we went the same route every fucking round. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> so. I, I thwacked what I thought was a soft breaching round, and it turned out to be a concussion round, and it bounced off the fucking wall that we were trying to breach, and it came back. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> My goddammit, Gabe, you see me running down the steps. <laughs> he did it twice. You did that shit twice. Oh, man, I'm this so stuff co- was so good. I'm so confused by that. But then, the, 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 the play, Gabe, this described the play. Oh, the play. The play was good. Was this also on Cafe? This was Cafe, yeah. This was like so yeah. uh, Jake and I were coming down the grand staircase up by uh, museum. Yeah. And um, there was a guy. And, you know, I'm like, Jacob, you know, firing away, firing away. Get one of them. And I, I get down. Jake runs in there. Uh, this dude fires at your back. I think he gets like a shot off you. Mm-hmm. And you just completely turn around and ruin his what? fucking it was, day. A, it, was a, it was a three-parter. It was Vigil had the hole in the wall. To yeah. the left. He put that hole in the wall. Fuck. He fuck killed that. you. Yeah. You're like, oh, Jacob, there's a vigil over there. So I poke my head out. I get the vigil, right? And then I back up because you put the breaching hole wall in front. You put the breach there. The breach went off. And um, fucking some dumbass who's sitting behind a mirror trap went down, dropped the trap. And I'm staring dead at him. Like, my, <laughs> my iron sights are right on his fucking face. It drops. They fucking kill him. That's two. I think I killed the mirror earlier in that round. Like, later. Early, like, she was out and about. And then I'm running. I'm like, oh, shit, because I only had, like, what, 15 seconds left. I'm like, oh, shit, let me get on OBJ. Fucking, I think it was an Ella. Whiffs so bad. Had my back. Turn around, yep. And I turn around with my, because uh, I had the, that fucking went nuts. You started uh, hardcore dancing. Yeah. I lost my mind. That was good shit. And I saved that clip, so I'm hopefully. And we lost it. And we still, and we still lost. Yeah. <laughs> nuts. You started uh, hardcore dancing. Yeah. I lost my mind. That was good shit. And I saved that clip, so I'm hopefully. And we lost it. And we still, and we still lost. Yeah. We still lost. And I saved that clip, so I'm hopefully. And we lost it. And we still, and we still lost. Yeah. We still lost the game. But that's besides the point. It was a highlight. It was great. It's good stuff. Yeah. There's also a quick little, last little highlight. We were playing uh, Clubhouse. Yeah. And we were pushing OBJ Arsenal Room. And uh, was it Arsenal Room? It might have been. A, no, it was bedroom. And um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, guy pops out, you know, down him. And then there's a guy around the corner when you enter the room. Started bl- 
started blasting at him, and this dude just pfft, hail of bullets at me. Jake had like four health, and he just headshots. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. we won that one. Oh, well, also real quick, we were it was um, also that same map, and uh, Gabe was like, "Oh, Jacob, there's a guy around that corner. Jacob, the Jacob, the, 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 the hatch, 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 hatch." I'm like, "Gabe, relax. God damn it." He's like, "Relax, Gabe." So I throw out my drone. I get the guy. We secure the win, but it's like, God damn, Gabe. Because you, you, when Gabe gets excited, like, it's very hard to stop him from being excited. Man, it's a, it's a fucking good game. Yeah, right? it's, a, it's a great game. I'm glad that we finally got a, like, a consistent thing going where we can actually play at least once a week. Uh, let's oh, like talk XCOM. Yeah. So it's the free game. Free game. Yeah. Free game of the, of the month. Uh, they have two. They have Trials Fusion. Uh, great game. Which uh, I'm out. I'm going to have to pick up as well. And uh, XCOM. XCOM 2. Uh, now XCOM obviously is a different pace game. Uh, it's more strategic turn-based aliens versus humans kind of a deal. Um, and I started to play it a little bit, right? Um, obviously I don't have like the, the characters that are like the bomb yet, but, um, I'm having fun. It's, it's a so di- do you know that when one of your characters dies, they're they down die. for good? Yeah. Okay. They're down for good. Um, uh, and they like, they heal like in real time almost like if they're like, Oh, I'm going to be down for five days. It means like five days so uh yeah um it's gonna be fun i think i'm gonna dive in uh strategy games aren't exactly my favorite things and it's definitely a a different change of pace but i think i kind of need that right now i think good for you because it's not full-blown strategy rts yeah it's it's a nice fusion of the two yeah uh so so i'm hopping in uh we'll play i'll play and uh, apparently they have like a multiplayer mode, but I thought it was gonna be co-op. I'm like, oh man, me and Gabe would hop I in. I swear it was co-op. Yeah, I thought so too. But apparently it's not. They have like a PC mod that makes it co-op. But huh. yeah, Copy that. kind of a bummer. But uh, yeah, I think it'll be fun, and I'm gonna play it, and I'll let you guys know what's going on with that. As, okay. As the weeks roll on, let's hop into the games this week. Uh, actually, I think I'll run first because I got some good ones. I got agree or disagree. Uh-huh. Uh, let me pull up my notes. Which round is this? This is your round five for agree or disagree. Cool, cool. So we've been doing this for five weeks, huh? Five-ish, yeah. Okay, um, I'm going to start from least serious to most serious. Okay. We're just going to work our way up. Okay. Sam Carter perfected the blech. Yeah. Yeah? 100%. Agree? Yeah, that's not even a conversation. Okay, uh, agree or disagree. A good starting point with a new band is to look up their set list and listen to those songs. Um, just in general? If I said, hey, check out this band, uh, you, do you think a good starting point would be to look up a recent set list and play those songs? Like l- watching them live play it or watch just looking up the songs that they like to play? Like look up those songs that they played live and, please listen. and just put Wait. them on. Would you say that is a good start uh, to getting into a band? Yeah. Uh, if I gave you a band name that you've never heard of. I usually look up the most recent album. Yeah? Yeah. That's how you do it? Usually. I usually, this is what I do. I usually download the first album and the most recent. First and most recent? Yeah. Okay. Because I think with the set list thing, what we're getting is their most popular. Yeah. At the end of the day. And yeah. I, I personally agree with that. I think that if you've never heard of this band, you want a kind of good glimpse, a good 40 minutes of what they can do. Yeah. I think a set list is good. Some might disagree with me. Okay. I can see that. Yeah. Uh, okay. So quick story on this one. I was YouTube commercials, right? Yeah. Um, Line and Kugel, Summer Shandy. Like, I know. I love Line and Kugel. You don't got to remind me every five minutes. I yeah. Love. So, agree or disagree, if you buy a product, you shouldn't have to see the commercial for it. Um, 
then I wouldn't. Hmm. So if I, and you know me, I love Line and Kugel. If I went out and bought a 12 case of Line and Kugel, I shouldn't have to see the fucking Line and Kugel commercial like a dozen times a day. Well, it's not so much convincing you to buy, it's reminding you to buy. You know? So agree or disagree? I disagree. Disagree? Be- yeah, because like I said, it's not like, not like how many times have you been to McDonald's in your life? Probably a million times. But you still see the McDonald's commercials, and they still release new stuff, and you're like, okay, I'm happy that Jacob is in favor of corporate America. All well, right, moving on to the mean, next one. That's what it is. You can agree or disagree. You can tell what kind of a person someone is by whether or not they put pro at the end of the perk name. I think this is a good one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, you can definitely tell the age of the person by that. <laughs> yeah. Because, <laughs> uh, fuck, what was it? It was just Modern Warfare 2 and 3 that had pro, right? No, it was Modern Warfare 2 and Black Ops that had Pro. 3 didn't have it Pro. Did they have Pro? I know Black Ops did for sure. Black Ops, first Black Ops did and Modern Warfare 2 did. So yeah, Commando Pro or like Sleight of Hand Pro. Yeah. You, you think you could you <laughs> could tell what kind of a person someone yeah. is if they had Pro to the end of the perk name? Uh-huh. For sure. Yeah, I think so too. I agree with that. Because it's just the age, like it's an age thing. First off, Commando, if you were rocking Commando Pro, you're a bitch and I hate you. <laughs> Next to one and one man army pro and oh yeah, let's not talk about noob tube kingdom right there yeah all that good stuff but uh, ghost pro on a different on a different story ghost pro How'd yeah it? let's uh let's just not be seen by anyone so when you drop your UAV <laughs> you just doesn't matter the <laughs> doesn't matter uh, what did the ghost pro perk do because the because it wasn't the base mo- the base model was it new not showing up on the UAV so what did the pro I think do? don't quote me on this. Oh, no, that's cold-blooded. Cold-blooded, you don't show up on UAB. thermals. No, but cold... No. Because cold-blooded wasn't on Black Ops, though. Ghost came out in Black Ops. Did it do that? You might be right about that. Um, So, I think Pro was Advanced UAV and the Blackbird. Because you, show you showed up... There was initial sweep on the Blackbird when you got it. Mm-hmm. Or the Rolling Thunder, I should say. I'm sorry. No, it was the Blackbird. You're right. Yeah? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So, I think that was the thing that you're invisible to just the, the initial UAV... But you're not protected from like an advanced UAV or like the any of the higher yeah. hmm. kill streaks. I'm gonna have to look into that because now yeah yeah because now we're kind of let me look, let me look that up real quick. Well, that's got to be it though, right? Yeah, you would think so. Um, what what else was out there? Something pro that was really broken. Uh, uh what's it called? Fuck, bling bling pro. No, you get three attachments. No, no, no. no. Um, Ninja pro. Obviously, you can't be fucking heard. Uh, Juggernaut pro. Was there a Juggernaut pro? No, it was. Juggernaut was Modern Warfare, the first one. They didn't have Juggernaut after that. They had Juggernaug and Ghost, right, and, right, and the, right, or the right. Ghost, the, right, the right, zombies. Right, right. Okay, moving on to the next one. Agree yeah. or disagree? If a band declares themselves as quote unquote experimental, <laughs> they can get away with a lot of music variation or changes. Uh, so, experimental something. If they're like, hey, we're. Or like experimental metal, and they just drop like a, an acoustic album one day, and then the next day it's like a weird electro. That's a cop thing. out. You think so? I disagree. That's a cop out you because because so? then it's like if you don't have the experimental label, you don't have the right to do what you want. It's like no, you can do whatever the fuck you want. I I agree with that statement. Yeah, I think reception wise, as a fan of music as we are, right. I think if they throw experimental in front of it, I wouldn't be shocked if they drop something completely different. It, well, at that point, why even have the heavy metal then? Just say you're an experimental band who does whatever the fuck they want. That's fair. Uh, that's what uh, 
this came up because Dance Gavin Dance is an experimental group from Sacramento, California. And I was like, yeah, they do get away with a lot of weird shit. Mm-hmm. They do. They uh-huh. really do. But but here, my, my thing is like, if you tell me that you're an experimental band, it's like saying you're an avant-garde metal band. It's like, that's like the most douchey thing you could say to me. <laughs> Whatever. I mean, like. I mean, Dance Gavin Dance is kind of post-hardcore to, to kind of like, to very loosely put them in a, in a fucking like a, like a wire wrap. <laughs> for all of three minutes before it oozes out, because everybody knows those guys are liquid. You could say like a lint trap. That yeah, like a lint trap, right? Like yeah. a lint roller. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, sticky. That's probably the closest <laughs> thing. We get. Yeah, Dance Kevin Dance is a sticky, sticky. band. Sticky Moving edge. on. Uh, okay, I like this one because this one really kind of made me think. It's it's a little bit out of the format, but you have two choices still. Okay, it would be easier to a. Narrow down all the movies you've seen via actors, or B, it would be easier to narrow down all the actors you've seen via movies. Wait, what? <laughs> what? Go so sit. the first choice. Okay. You're looking for all the movies you've ever seen. Okay. And you can only find them through the actors. Okay. So like I say, they're sorted in front of me. Right. Okay. Or B... You have to find all the actors you've ever seen, but you can only search them through movies. So if you're ever like, oh, fuck, what was the, that actor or actress's name? And you're like, oh, fuck, but they were in Tropic Thunder, for example, or some shit like that. So that's, that's your option B. Or now your option A is, do you go, oh, fuck, what was that movie? Oh, I don't know, but it had Johnny Depp in it. That, that would be it. You, you do it yeah. that way? Yeah, because that's I, I have a hard time. Sometimes, even with bands, I have a hard time. <laughs> I remember people's names in the bands that they are in more likely than I am to remember the name of the band itself. Huh. Copy that. If that Will, Will Putney. I'm like, I know that fucking name. Where's he from? <laughs> you know what I mean? The he, greatest he, metal producer of ever. Yeah, and he and he was in a band that I actually enjoy a lot, quite a bit. And I But I knew his name more than I knew the name off the top of my head of the band. Autopsy? Speaking about that yeah, one? Yeah, for not I, I was harping about them months ago. Yeah. And you were like, oh, well, funny. I'm like, I know that name, but I don't know where he's from. What's See, it? I think I am the exact opposite way. Because okay. I am really bad with faces. Like uh, like I was telling Matt, he was like, yeah, Brad Pitt was a total waste in uh, Orient Express. And she's like... That's Johnny Depp. Yeah. She said that those exact words to me. And I'm like, oh, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you see the resemblance in, yeah. in that movie at least? So those are my agree or disagrees. I thought those were pretty fun this all week. Right. All right. So I didn't get, I didn't get to do my, my no-names game. I have one, and I have one uh, agree or disagree. And this was something that I wanted to talk about. All right. All right let's roll. So we'll do the no-names first. That's only one, uh, and I think it's kind of funny. Two undercover cops join an elite task force group ran by a cold captain to infiltrate a drug-dealing ring. White ran chicks. By, ran by 21 people. Jump Street. There you go. Yeah. The cold captain was the thing because Ice Cube. Uh, you're funny. Yeah, but that was, uh, that was funny. That's the only one I was able to write down this week because I was busy. But uh, I do have an agree, a degree or disagree, and this is something that I thought of randomly throughout the week. And I think, and you could agree or disagree. Thank you, Rose, are indeed lamb no. <laughs> no. That pizza Pringles are the best kind of Pringle. I like my salt and vinegar, man. Really? Pizza Pringles are great. They're definitely top three. But sometimes you just need a classic Pringle. I do it like because my but the sour cream and onion Pringle. Fuck, those are good. I disagree with you, man. Is there sour cream and onion Pringles? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Sour, I mean, I'm not big on the sour cream and onion flavor in general, but I didn't know there, there was a Pringle. Salt and vinegar. Because I, I can see the can in my head now that I think about it. I, but. I, I, as you've noticed, I tend to stray towards the saltier stuff. Yeah, because you're a salty bitch. <laughs> no, pr- the, the pizza <laughs> Pringles 
Definitely top three. Yeah. Easily. Mm-hmm. But sometimes that's a little too much. Because like my, my buddy, he's like a Pringle kind of story. He brings in like barbecue Pringles every like day. And then he I brought in the pizza Pringles. I'm like, oh, like it's been like probably 10 years since I had a fucking yeah, pizza one. Pringle. Let me put one down the throat. I'm like, that was fucking fantastic. I, I think they're great, but it's kind of like shoes. You can't pizza Pringle for every occasion. Like you're not going to bring pizza Pringles to a funeral, you know? Kind of, to my funeral, you can, motherfucker. Bring my shit to a pizza pizza. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here. We're going to throw you the best funeral day Okay, ever. this is something that, that we'll talk about real quick, because this is something I was thinking about. Because I face my mortality a lot because I'm a father, right? Because uh, I think of the day that I'm not going to be here for my kid, right? If you died today, uh huh, who would you want your pallbearers to be? My what? Your pallbearers, the people who carry the casket. My pallbearers? Yeah. Oh, man, that is a good question. I think you'd definitely be in there. How many we get? Four? Six. Six? Yeah, you'd definitely be in there. Mod would definitely be in there. He's my closest friend. Um, my buddy, Greg. Uh, like, going through the list in my head. My nephew, Sebastian. Uh-huh. Um, who else? And then my buddy, Scott. And that's squad. That's six. Cool. All right. That's a good layout. I thought about this because I'm like, damn. Uh, I'll be like, Gabe, Nikki, Ponce. Those like the first, for sure the, yeah, the three. first three. The first sure three. Uh, I'm like probably my kid, depending on her age. Right. Um, and after that, I'm like I don't know, maybe my cousins. I have two. It gets co- weird after six, doesn't it? Yeah. Because you don't want your wife. No, no. 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 I to be, like. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. It's a weird one. It's a weird question because I, I was the pallbearer for both of my grandparents, so I was thinking about it. Oh yeah. Yeah. I know. See, I, just, I, I don't want to do the classic funeral. I told Maddie, I was like, listen, if we're together when I go out, you send me out on a Viking funeral. I said that. That's. Adrian won't fucking let me. Damn, dude. Adrian, Sorry. Yeah, Adrian won't fucking let me, bro. She's That's like, oh, I'm, I'll have a mausoleum. And I'm like, no. I'm like, well, you can have it if, you know, I get a Viking funeral. And she's like, no. I'm like, well, fine. I'll get you a mausoleum. And it looks like your face. And you have to walk through your mouth to get, <laughs> get inside. And she's like, I like that. I'm like, well, give me my fucking Viking funeral. Okay. Uh, uh, avoiding the concern of cost for the mausoleum. I think a Viking funeral is one, cool as fuck. Yeah. And two, Inexpensive. Well, you got to pay for a fucking boat. Yeah, and, and well, somebody to shoot the bow and arrow because yeah. Lord knows nobody, none of us can. Yeah, yeah. I'd be like, well, I'm like, send me out in the middle of Lake Michigan. <laughs> really? You don't? You yeah. want to do Lake Michigan? Fuck yeah! I'm from here, man. Where am I gonna go? Anything else will be like disloyal. Yeah, disloyal to who I am. I'm like, and let my kids shoot an arrow. Hopefully, she, hopefully she's good at it. It's <laughs> gonna go through like a whole quiver. Yeah. Poof, poof, poof. She's stabbing me and shit. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's, it was just something that I, th- like I said, I face my mortality a lot. Yeah, man. We, we have this uh, joke in one of my groups where it's like, uh, when I die, bury me with all my ice on. Oh, you what? With all my ice on, like all your like jewelry. Oh, okay. So yeah. my buddies are like, yeah, we're going to bury you with like 11 watches or some shit <laughs> yeah. and his grills and stuff. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, I don't know. Yeah, man. Let's get into something more lighthearted. Let's talk music. Um, I want to throw this out there. Big one. As I lay dying. Let's get it out the way because this is going to be like a 20 minute talk right Yeah, here. this is uh, something that's okay. Oh, wait, hang on. All right. Let's, before we <laughs> dive into the whole subject matter, how big are you on them? I was a very big As I Lay Dying fan in high school. Okay. In high school. Now, I was not. Mm-hmm. This isn't to say that I don't like them because, I mean, An Ocean Between Us fucking slaps. Yeah. It's a fucking great song. But I wasn't really like consumed by the wave of As I Lay Dying. They didn't really do anything for me. Yeah. At the end of the like, at look, looking back at it. Yeah. So you're gonna get two very different perspectives from us just before we start. All right. Yeah. So so Tim Lambis is back. As I Lay Dying back. All the members. Uh, no, 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 they're not. Who's missing? All of them except him. 
Oh. None of those guys are original. Oh, it's just copy him. That. Um, they don't want nothing to do with him, obviously. Copy that. Okay. I, I didn't even notice. To be yeah. Fair. So for those, real quick, give you guys a recap on why this band is back or why they went away. Uh, Tim from As The Light Dying uh, hired a hitman to murder his wife. Unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on how you look at it, um, the guy he hired to kill his wife was a cop, and he went to jail for quite some time. Four years, five years, right? He was gone. No, he was gone for like two or three. He got on good behavior. Oh, so three years then, like yeah. three years. Okay. Uh, so he's been gone for a little bit. I remember that whole thing. Um, being a fan, a big fan of the band, I was disappointed, right? Obviously. Now, as a married man, I totally understand where he came from, and I will do the same thing. No, uh, but... Uh, somebody put this put this best actually. I, I don't. I think it was on their um, Facebook page or um, like in the comments. Somebody said um, it's not up to us to forgive him. It's his his wife's responsibility to forgive him. All the OGs are back. Why Nick Hippa too? He's the one that called him out, and Hippa's back. Really? Yep. Wow. So wow, I didn't know that. I yeah, they were kind of looking at it. Um. Oh, wow. Good for him. It, it's, it's shitty what he did. Yeah. It's really shitty what he did. Yeah. And I I get you kind of from like a joking perspective, but like you would never like really hire a hitman. You yeah. Because he, there, there's a fine line between joking about it and doing it. Yeah. Because, and that's a very thin line sometimes. Yeah. And he crossed it. And so we now face the dilemma of, is it wrong to support As I Lay Dying? Is it wrong to like their new stuff? Um. Thoughts? Like I said, I, I it's not up to me to forgive him. It's not my place. It's his wife's, his ex-wife's place, because at the end of the day, he didn't do anything to me. Uh, the person who he was going to have killed. Now let me counter this, and let's just kind of examine it. Do you forgive Ian Watkins? No, he, that guy he was, was a, a fucking monster. He was a menace to society. While Tim was a menace to, to his his ex-wife. Okay, and again. Uh, uh, he was a man that was pushed. Maybe he was pushed too far. Maybe he went. You know, there there's regrets that he you know yeah that he paid up for right. And he obviously he even admits it. He was in a, a horrible place. He was on steroids. Uh, his life was not. It was in shambles, right? And a man who's desperate like that is gonna do stupid shit, right? From his perspective, Ian Rawans- Watkins' perspective, yeah, he was just. He Let's was just not. Yeah, touch he, that. he was just a malicious human being who did horrible, horrible things. And we'll leave it at that. Yeah. I, I don't like talking about him. Yeah. But um, I think you're right. It's up to his ex-wife to forgive him. Mm-hmm. But examining what we just talked about. And his children. His children. His, yeah. Oh, fuck. I didn't even know he had kids. Yeah. But now kind of examining that, um, I think it's kind of crazy that we're more earnest to bring him back into our lives than some other people, per se. Because if... Let's just say this is a different story, and Tim did pull the Roseanne. As I lay dying would be, as I lay dying. Yeah. As I lay dead. Yeah. In in fucking ashes, it'd be a completely different story. Mm. And I just think it's kind of strange. I'm not giving him a pass. Yeah. Um, I I guess I'm kind of an exempt from I wouldn't say having an opinion, but having like any sway on whether or not you should listen to it. No weight. No weight put there for you. Because. What's there to say? The new single slaps. Mm-hmm. Um, Tim Lambesis piece of shit still probably, probably yeah probably. Um, should you support them? Uh, let me put it this way. People have forgave him, 
and people will forgive him. Yeah. And they're going to make a strong comeback. Yeah. Um, because it does slap. The oh, yeah. Is great. I told and you yesterday. I put, it, I put Yeah, you felt guilty listening to it. I'm like, I really don't want to like it, but this fucking song fucking rips, man. Well, it well, rips so hard. As I Lay Dying is no one-hit wonder. They're not no, they one-album wonder. They don't have they don't. bad music. They're, no, they don't. They're up there with TDWP and stuff. They're, like they're up there, yeah. They, they and, were... They were and through the years, they've reached out to a lot of people. I'm sure their music has helped a whole bunch of fans throughout the years and stuff. And now you're, you can't change that, you know? Now, he's a piece of shit for obviously doing what he did. But also, I don't know how to word this because this is the guy who got fucking sued the prison that he was in because they weren't giving him the correct medical treatment. And he got he, man boobs, yeah. Yeah, and he got man boobs. That, and it's just like... Uh, I hope he learns his le- he learned his lesson, but I'm not entirely convinced that he's learned. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I'm yeah, not. Yeah, it's, it's it's a weird subject. Yeah, I think if you like them prior, you'll like it now, and you'll like it now, man. Because it. I mean, I mean, like, wait, look at it this way: How many bands do we like that the members are probably pieces of shit? Probably a lot. The but, problem is, I mean, look, he got caught. Yeah, that's true. So, I'm not a firm, like, I don't believe that all the bands that I like, that they're all nice guys. Now, I've met a lot of them who were really nice guys, but I'm sure there are bands that I like where... Everybody's a piece of shit. Everybody's most, a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's a piece of shit. And like I said, the difference being here is that he got caught and put in jail because he did a horrible thing. Uh, but it's not my place to forgive him. I'm going to listen to the music because, A, how many, five, five out of the six, four out of the five are fucking fantastic musicians, and they've been fantastic musicians their whole entire career. And him yeah, as even a, in a, even in Woven Woven War, yeah, was fucking awesome. Um, and him as a vocalist, regardless of his personal life, he's a good vocalist. He's a great screamer. He, you know, uh, it's not my place. I, I'm gonna listen to the music. And I'm gonna grade it based on that. Um, I think there's a fair assessment. Yeah, but be be wary, man. Uh, I'm not saying he is, but I wouldn't be surprised if he gets put in jail again. I don't know. Um, my biggest thing about that was like the whole religion angle of that because as a lay dying was quote unquote a Christian band. All right, but but know. let me counter this. Look at Under Oath. Look at Norma Jean. If you liked them prior when they were Christian, they still have a good ass following now that they're not Christian. But they not didn't, on the label. They didn't try to murder somebody. Yeah, <laughs> but Spencer was a fucking junkie for six years. He didn't hurt nobody but himself. Well, I mean, it's you his, could say the same about Tim. He didn't hurt nobody but himself. That wasn't for the, the lack of fucking trying, bro. <laughs> wasn't for the lack of trying. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't think the Christian angle is relevant anymore, to be completely honest with you. But my thing was like, um, it was like when the whole article came out with him when he was in jail, he had like an interview. He was talking about, well, it was just a label thing for us. And it's like, stop. You know what I mean? Like, you're not helping the cause. Shut your fucking mouth. What? Number one ever yeah they're back they they actually got a show in san diego like next week that's gonna be interesting see how that goes it's gonna sell out you think so people i think it's an at the door thing so first come first serve mm. and i know it's gonna sell out it's gonna be wild people are gonna have fun they're from san diego right I, don't quote me on that i don't you know me i don't really yeah. fuck with them i don't know uh we'll see what the album sounds like and that's ultimately how i'll judge them moving forward so um my uh, kind of looking over this whole as i lay dying thing my musical year just got so much more interesting okay 
Uh, Fit for a King single tower of pain released yeah. last week, June first. You listen to it yet? Yes, I did. It's I actually, fucking good. Hold on, I'll All stop right. you right there. Okay, this is where we differ. I think it's just noise. Really, you don't like it? I listen to it. I'm like, it's noise. And they're they have high level musicianship. They're very very good, very 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 talented individuals in this band. And I listen to it. I'm like. I like it. I like it a lot. I mean, yeah. I mean, it is what it is. We don't have to agree on everything, but um, they can do better. Um, they I have think, done better. I think what the I don't know if this is your issue, but I think the the underlying thing here is that they're not doing Death Grip again. Mm-hmm. Death Grip was a departure of what they have done previously, mm-hmm. and Tower of Pain is closer to what they've done with their older stuff mm-hmm. with uh, Slaves to Nothing. Slaves really. to Nothing. Yeah, but it's stylistically. I like different. Slave to Nothing. So that's not the problem. I guess we'll have to see. Maybe this just won't be your album. Maybe um, it's just a song. I think it's maybe it's just a bad choice for a first single. It's happened. Yeah, it's de- um, it definitely. We'll happened. See, I'm actually quite excited. I, I enjoyed yeah. the single thoroughly. That yeah. was great. Uh, what else do we have? Oh, I want to cover this band really quick because this is a band that I've had quite a rough time with until now. Okay. Trophy Eyes started out as a hardcore band out of Australia. Yeah. Uh, they dropped an EP, an album, hardcore stuff, and their second album, Chemical Miracle, was some weird thing. I didn't like it. I was kind mm-hmm. of upset. They dropped two singles since then, Hurt, and uh, this new one that I can't fucking... You can count on me. They are old school emo, and I fucking love it. Old school emo. I love it. Uh, it's got gang vocals. It's got... I don't know. It, it's probably not up your alley, but I fucking love it. I love Sounds the like what? Sounds like... For fans of what? For fans of... Well, they're touring with Neck Deep. I'd say if you like Neck Deep, follow that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd say if you liked Yellow Card vocally, check that out. I'd say if you like gang vocals, check it out. I think... Gang, gang, gang. Sorry. Yeah, like that. Um, I love it. I, I honest to God love it. And I think that my issue with Chemical Miracle, their second album, was that it was between the hardcore and the emo. And they kind of tried to do both and it didn't work. But now that they've picked one and they're sticking to it, I, I like it. I honest to God like it. Interesting. So, I, like I said, I don't know if it's up your alley because you, you're picky. I'm, am I picky? You're absolutely picky. What am I picky about? We'll not get into this during the podcast. <laughs> but I quite enjoy the new Trophy Eye single, and I okay. pre-ordered the album because I have high hopes. Well, I don't know, Gabe. I think you're walking a, walking a dangerous, a dangerous territory. line, right? Yeah, you're you know, walking that. Uh, you're, you're on uh, the Berlin Wall of uh, bullshit right now. All right, let's talk <laughs> convictions. I need All right. an album review for us, right? Yeah, we'll do this. So... Uh, Convictions is a band that is I don't even know where they're from, but um, hardcore band out of somewhere USA. Out of somewhere USA, uh, they've had a couple albums prior. Uh, I am new to them. I not you know I don't have very many bases on based on what they've done in the past. Uh, however, this new album was it called Gabe? Uh, was it Hope for the Broken or something? Right there, something like that. Hope for the Broken. Yep, uh, new album just came out. Like, I think last week at some point. Uh, I've been jamming it. And I'm feeling it, man. Um, it's got, I think we've mentioned this in the podcast the previous weeks. It's got that Dead Throne era kind of screechy kind of vocals, which I like a lot. Um, Christian Metalcore from Ohio. Ohio, okay. Uh, I knew that they were Christian because I had a couple people like my tweet towards them. And they were like, oh, I believe in Jesus. And it's, yeah. Um, cool. Uh, it's a good album. Uh, I will say it has its highlights as any albums, but there's also some songs that are just like, ah, I could do without. Um, but 
I think it's a good stepping point for something more. Um, and I hope that they achieve more. It's a good album. Uh, that fucking uh, intro song fucking bumps. It bumps so hard. I was loading a truck, and then the next thing you know, there was no more boxes, and the truck was getting left over kind of deal. Um, it's good. I like it a lot. Um, we'll see what happens next with them. Um, highlight tracks. Let me see. Let me pull up the album real quick. Like I said, the intro song was fucking the bomb diggity. Uh, hold on. Boop, boop, boop. I have it right here. Uh, Deceptive Heart, which is the next album, and The Storm Will Pass, which features Chris Rudder, who is from like Moths to Flame. Uh, I'm, a big, I'm a big Moths to Flame fan. Uh, I will check it out. For fans of uh, Every every Time I Die, um, Dead Thrones Sworn era. In. Yeah, Sworn In. They, uh, they got that hardcore in there, yeah. too. Uh, Death Throne era, Devil Wars Prada, stuff like that. If you're into it, uh, give it a shot. Um, it's definitely worth a listen. Middle tier, like a three out of five for album. Uh, it's not knocking off my album of the year, but um, it's a solid effort from a solid band, and I would recommend checking them out uh, as soon as you can. Cool. Boom. Now I also have an album review. Cool. And this is why my musical year got so much more interesting. Okay. So um, let me preface this by saying I saw this band grow up. I saw them when they formed in 2012. And I saw them live in 2012 open up for Deftones. Mm-hmm. This is a band called Ghosts, formerly known as Ghost BC. Um, Where the BC go? So, okay. <laughs> so I really like this because it makes so sense and it's, it's so good. They were Ghost BC and then they dropped a uh, track slash EP called Year Zero. And now they're Ghost. And I oh. like that. I like it so much. Okay. So they <laughs> dropped an album uh, called Prequel. <sighs> I This is it. No, it's not. Yes, it is. You're out of your mind. No, I swear to God, it's so good. <laughs> yeah, you must it's have hit so your head hard. Good. This is my album of the year. Really? It. I. When I listened to it, I was like, "This is good," and I listened to it again. I was like, "This is really good." And then the third time, I was like, "This is tied with the plot in you." And now it has album of the year. Oh, for me. it does okay. not. It, it's great. First of all, let me throw this out there. Uh, they're classified as metal, and some people would even go out of their way to call them death metal. They're not. Doom metal. Doom metal is even a bit of a stretch. It's mm-hmm. it's really good rock music with metal influences. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple things about this band. They're kind of uh, themed. You could call them gimmick if you want. It, it's a gimmick at the end of the day. They are gimmick, yes. Um, so the main dude, Tobias Forge, plays these characters, Pop Emeritus, We've gone through four incantations of it. Mm-hmm. One, two, three, and four. Um, the current version of the character is Cardinal Copia. He's a new... Does he look like Michael Jackson? The He did wear a white suit. With the hat? With the hat and the face paint. Yeah. But the current incantation of the singer is um, Cardinal Copia. He's mm. the new one. And for a band, they have really good fucking lore behind the band. So the first two Papa Emeritus's are brothers who were born three months apart. Weird, right? Different mom. Um, and then the third one is like their dad. And there's just so much lore behind this and stuff like that, right? It's okay. essentially, it's like Beartooth. It's, it's a one-man project okay. at the end of the day, mm-hmm. right? Or, you know, like the plot in you, a one-man project at the mm-hmm. end of the day. Um, This album blew me so far away. Interesting. I didn't even listen. I, I listened to the lead single, Rats. And I was like, this is good. And then we were at Best Buy and they had it on vinyl. And I said, fuck it. I'm picking it up. I got paid today. I deserve to treat myself. Bumped it. Never came back, bro. It's still sitting on the platter. On the record player. It's so good. Um, 
thematically, it's a great album. They're they're really spooky dooky, really kind of Scooby Dooish vibes almost. <laughs> I love how that's a fucking adjective. I love it. it. But it's great, man. I think if you haven't checked this band out, I think you should at least give it a try. This new album, um, couple of the couple of the highlights of it, Rats, the lead single, my personal favorite off the album, uh, Dance Macabre. It is a fucking great song, uh, Miasma. They do some really cool stuff on this album, man. They, they're they're Grammy winning, aren't they? They won a Grammy for their song Circe, uh, yeah, like two years ago. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I saw these dudes who were essentially a Swedish gimmick band go from that to winning a Grammy not too long ago. And I have a kind of like a best of playlist going for for them on Spotify, and I dig it, man. I really do dig it. They bring in like the church organs. But it's so offbeat and off tempo, and you're like, "Wow, I never thought I'd hear this in a fucking rock song." Hmm. And honest to God, if you haven't listened to this band at this point, go check it out. Go check out Square Hammer. Go check out Dance Macabre. Go check out Rats. Seriously, this album blew me the fuck away. It's I, really yeah, good. I, that was not. I, I figured you would like it. I didn't think that you would. I dude, I thought the same thing. I was honestly like, "This is probably going to be a good album," but yeah. then I didn't even think it was going to come close to the platinum. But now it's. Interesting. Yeah, man. Oh, fun fact. Um, so the other guys that play with um, Papa Emeritus or Cardinal Copia now, they're called Nameless Ghouls because mm-hmm. they're nameless, they're expendable, and that's the whole idea behind it. He could just kind of replace them when they're getting too antsy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dave Grohl was a nameless ghoul. Yeah, I think you told me about this before. <laughs> I think that's pretty cool. Interesting. 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 Oh. So check it out. Uh, new album prequel. Uh, dude, it's way up there. It's really good. Interesting. I think it's funny. Seriously though, it's. I like, like I like I like Necrogoblicon and they are a gimmick band. Mm-hmm. But this is like wow, this is really quality stuff. Interesting. And don't be shocked if you hear some of their stuff coming on like a radio station. I thought they were already on radio. They might be. I don't listen to radio. Me either. But I thought <laughs> they were already on. But yeah, man, check it out. On road the rotation. Interesting. I uh, was not anticipating that. I figured, like I said, I figured you'd like it. I didn't think it would go that far. There's. This is what happens when you let Gabe off the leash. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> now there's there's a handful of albums coming out for the rest of the year that that I'm hoping will be able to compete. Fit for a King being one, Trophy Eyes being the other, and there's some other stuff mixed in there. Mm-hmm. But now it's like, well, fuck. Do I just call it a year? <laughs> well, it's June. I wouldn't. We'll, call, we'll I w- see, man. We'll see. I wouldn't do that yet. <laughs> we'll see. But yeah, dude, this was this was one of those that kind of crept up on me. Interesting, Gabe. You got it saved. You got it ready for listening. No, I'll I'll check it out. We'll see. Ch- check out some it's, of their good singles. It's not really my thing though. Like I've listened to them before, and it's you know, like you said, I'm picky. So um, this is not my thing. I don't really like the gimmick. I mean, I get it. Ooh, it's cool, and it sells albums, but I don't know. They put on a grave live set too. I'm sure, they do. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's Let's like, talk some uh, Chicago talk. Well, we got the the Riot Fest lineup or the first. Wave and uh, let me throw this out there. I hate the Riot Fest lineup, not not because of the bands. I hate it because you see all these people and you're like, you're like wanting to get a three day because you don't want to miss anybody, and you already know that they're gonna divvy it up to where you're gonna want to buy a three day. Yeah, because last year we were gonna go, and then I was like, this band's playing that day, that band's playing that day, that band, and I was like, yeah, we're gonna be there for hour and a half each day, three days, yeah, yeah, fuck that, (laughs) fuck that, you know, that's for sure. But uh, we have a little bit of a line, the lineup, at least, like I said, the first wave. Uh, this is a lot of bands, so I'm kind of shocked. At- Let's throw out some, some of the bigger ones. I know Gore's on there again. Gore's on there. Uh, Blink is on there. Great. Uh, Incubus, Alkaline Trio, which Blink and Alkaline Trio playing the same show. I think that's kind of cool. Uh, Jerry Lee Lewis, 
That'd be fucking awesome. That's a big one. Yeah. Uh, Cypress Hill is on there. Bad Religion. Under Oath. Uh, Bullet for My Valentine's on there as well. Face to Face is on there, I think. Andrew WK, The Bouncing Souls. Um, Creeper? Did I see Creeper on there or am I thinking shit? Uh, no Creeper? I'm not seeing Creeper right off the top of my head right now. Uh, I'm not seeing Creeper, no. But, um, you know, some fun groups in there. Uh, I think I've said it every year since Riot Fest has kind of been a thing. I'm like, oh, I'll go. And I just never do. Uh, and this is actually my kid's birthday weekend, so it doesn't look like I'll be going. But um, Under Oath, yeah, I mean, that, that's cool. Uh, Wolf Mother. Wolf Mother was on there. Um, but yeah, that's man. Great. I think it's going to be fun. But uh, So if you're going to go, I'm sure you're going to have a good time. Uh, I think it's probably one of the better lineups. Oh, Young the Giant, too. Don't Young the Giant, Blondie. Uh, Dropkick Murphys. How did you totally miss them? Uh, didn't I say them? Uh, you might have. Gary Newman, Wonder Years, uh, K Flay, Front Bottoms. Huh. Who else? Lagwagon, Face to Face. Mentioned them. Moose Blood. Uh, Moose Blood. Are they like not even like Moose Blood? What, what, what kind of band are they? I know I've they're pop punk. Yeah, I looked it up before. The uh, oh, Hobo Johnson's on there. I have no <laughs> idea who that is. Yeah, it's a great name though. Yeah. But um, so yeah, like I said, Check I, it out. I'm sure it'll be fun if, if you go. If you go, I'm sure year. more bands are gonna be announced. Too. I actually, real quick, I wanted a side, side story on that because you're looking up, uh, like you know, going into the, the comments of it all, like on Facebook, and some guys like, "Oh, where do you camp?" It's like, bro, you're in the middle of Chicago. You're, there's no place to camp, and if you camp, you're gonna get fucking robbed. Lower whacker, bro. That's where all the bums hang. <laughs> yeah, like you're an idiot. And uh, like people, he was like, "Oh, what kind of festival you can't camp at?" They're like, "One, it's in a major city, dipshit." Like, yeah, this ain't rock on the range. Yeah, like, what the fuck are you doing, you moron? And then he went up, like, he's, like, some dude from Wisconsin. He went on, like, insulting our city. It's like, well, don't come. Then, you fucking moron. Go see You your- got Oshkosh. Yeah. Well, like, what are you complaining about? Yeah, Oshkosh go- is... Yeah. So, you know. go to your fucking local festival. Don't fucking come here, dipshit. But, uh, yeah, that's something I wanted to mention. Um, <laughs> that's actually pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. Where do you camp, you fucking idiot? Oh, you- uh, another band, Sycamore. Um, oh, yeah, you mentioned Out of this. the fucking blue, they dropped an EP, a five-song EP. Um I like it. It's very sexy. It's a very good EP. Uh, a couple of things. They do some uh, instrumental work is there. Yeah. Um, I don't know what happened with the Screamer. I don't know if he's still on there or if he left or they kicked him. I don't know what's going on with that. Uh, I don't want to comment on anything before I know. Uh, there's no screams on this EP, which is fine. I think the clean vocalist is talented enough to pull it off. Well, like it wasn't like... It wasn't... Their, their, their older stuff was relying on screams, but it wasn't the yeah. main act. It wasn't what I But it was more to. like a shout. It wasn't like a scream scream. I'll, I'll give you that one. Yeah. It had a, a balance yeah. of the two. Um, so there's no screaming, shouting on this album. It's all the clean guy. Uh, whatever the fuck his name is. I'm so mm-hmm. sorry. But it's a good EP. I think it's worth listening to. Um, I don't know if this is the new direction they're taking. If they are, it's fine. A um, couple things on it. They do some interesting stuff. Like one of the songs is like almost like an electronic song. And I thought it was kind of cool because you, you don't pull that shit on an album. No. Um, EPs are kind of time to play around with. Yeah, I like it. It's very sexy. Um, the only other notable EP of the year is the Fever. Well, post traumatic, but that translated into an album, so you can't really. Well, post traumatic was last year, wasn't it? From Shinoda. Shinoda, yeah. Yeah, that was last year. Was it last year? Uh, but the, like off the top of my head, this is the only EPs. two that really kind of stood out. EPs. Let me scroll real and, quick. And that is a category for for year in review stuff. So we might have to yeah figure something out. Yeah, you added that. So this is what did you add at the bottom of of this? So this is just something that you're waiting for. This is just our year in review categories and stuff. So we're a little bit more organized for that. Oh, 
Cool. Damn it, Gabe, it's fucking June, bro. I'm just saying, man. We we because when it comes around to it, we're gonna forget something. That's a good point. Yeah, for sure. I think we did. <laughs> but uh, Sycamore. Um, this is a band that I've been following very closely because I've been wanting more and more, and touring and more music. And they didn't say a goddamn word except Friday morning at like 6 a.m. They're like, "Hey guys, new EP." I'm like, "What?" That's cool. What? I like that so stuff. it's called Substance Abuse. Like I said, it's a very sexy EP. Check it out. Cool. I will do. I like Sycamore. Uh. Oh, so real quick, I want to discuss, um, this is something that's been happening a lot recently to the bands that I like, where they release the best albums of their career and they fucking disappear off the face of the fucking earth, like Capsize, for instance. <laughs> yeah, they've been MIA. Like they? I Killed the Prom Queen, for instance. Oh, they've been MIA for a while. Yeah. Um, what the fuck, man? Like, literally the best album of their career, and they just fucking disappear. Cap- Capsize, um, I follow them on Twitter. They're kind of quiet. I think they played a sh- like a tour in Mexico. Yeah, but- I saw that. That was yeah. weird. Or, was it? That was capsized. That was capsized. Yeah. And now they're clearing out their merch store. Yeah. That's so a, that that's the shit that makes me fucking nervous. Because you, right? You want to know who fucking did that? Vanna. Vanna. They, Vanna did that before. I'm like, they've been real quiet, and they're like, oh, sales on merch store, and that. I'm like, that's not good. I even said it. I'm like, that's not good. Well, it, honestly, it means one of two things. It means, hey, we're dropping a whole bunch of new shit, merch yeah. included, music included, new stuff, new capsize, or yeah, we're kind of winding down. Yeah, and that scares me. And Capsize is really good, man. They're yeah. really fucking great. They're like the perfect blend of emo and hardcore music. Mm-hmm. That is the perfect blend. They are, should, they are the used when hardcore. That's that's what it was. Honestly, they should tour with Sworn In. Turn with the fucking used, bro. Shit. <sighs> but yeah, man. Uh, I Honestly, I'd hate to see them go. They're me one too. of... Because they're, they're yeah. not that old. They've been mm-hmm. around for five years, maybe, mm-hmm. if that... That uh, capsule, they were on the verge, man. Like they were on the warp tour and they were like making waves, right? Let's let's just hope for the best. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like I said, they might just be dropping something new. It's the last one was 2015 when it came out. 16. I'll take the blame. 16, I the, thought. 2016. Yeah. Well, shit, they might be working on new stuff. We don't know. We don't know. All I know is that that album was fucking good. Yeah, it was great. Uh, so let's get into music recommendations, right? Yep. So, um, I brought two kind of interesting pieces. Let me. Let me let me find them. Okay, so this is a band that got signed to a bigger label recently. They're called uh, Sleepwaker. They dropped a new single called Turnaround the other week. Mm-hmm. Check it out. They're the next big thing. What are they called? Sleepwaker. Sleepwaker. Um, seriously, don't sleep on this band because I know we talk very highly of Northern Ghost, Bad Omens, and uh, Thousand Below. Mm-hmm. This band, uh, they're not freshman year, but they're going to lead the charge into the next generational development of the scene okay right up with there with like the three bands i just mentioned they're definitely going to lead the charge mm-hmm. they're a lot heavier than those three mm-hmm. and they're a lot grimier than those three and mm-hmm. you're gonna hear some interesting fucking guitar work and turn around their new single nom, 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 nom. check it out it's really good and no, i do truly good. believe that they're gonna bring this scene into the next development the next phase if you okay. want to call it that um thousand blows teasing some new stuff so expect that and then the Kinda other soon, no? Soon. Soon, 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 soon. And the other band is called Alpha Wolf. They're kind of uh they lean towards the hardcore side. They got a particular song that I like, Nailbiter. And here's the thing with this band. Um they just got a new vocalist and a new drummer, I wanna say. because um, the old vocalist, you know, the whole sexual harassment thing. That'll do it. Up. But check out their stuff. Um I haven't heard anything with the new vocalist, but I'm sure they'll do fine if they want to do the same kind of style. Yeah. Um, check it out. 
Um, just because one of them is a bad guy doesn't mean all of them are. True. Nail Biter by Alpha Wolf and Turn Around by, by Sleep Waker. Okay. So those are my two music recommendations, two kind of newer bands, lesser known bands. Mm-hmm. And uh, Pride Lands, if you haven't already. You're going to love Pride Lands. Pride Lands. Pride Lands. Mm-hmm. They got, ch- check out their single Machina. If you like that, check out the whole Any Color You Desire EP. Oh, shit. That's another EP. <laughs> <laughs> Pride Lands. Copy that. Those are my two slash three music recommendations G- for our listeners for the week. Gabe's keeping me up, guys, because I'm fucking falling behind. Old Man Jacob. Yeah. I actually, we talked about this the other week. Everything I've brought to the table, you've kind of ate up. Yeah, you know you've you've consumed it, mm-hmm. so I'm kind of hoping to keep that streak going. Yeah, because fucking Lord knows I was providing you with fucking hits for a while there. Yeah, man, you you, you yeah. brought me to well-established bands, and now I'm bringing you to flimsy, uprooted <laughs> bands. <laughs> <laughs> True, uh, but yeah. So since we kind of already, I'm gonna take what what we are jamming off because your recommendations kind of already do that. Covered it, yeah. Uh, and most of the time, I'm listening to the bands that you recommend. Ooh, ooh, anyways, ooh, quick little thing. Can I can I segue? Sure. I was listening to Deep Blue by Parkway Drive today because it was just one of those moods and what kind of solidifies this album as my favorite PWD album um, Deep Blue really yeah nah, and, and okay now here's what's crazy because most people are like oh you probably got into when Deep Blue came out no I got into one when Atlas came out uh-huh. and Deep Blue is my favorite here's why uh, it's an experimental album uh, that has nothing to do with it Pressures uh, one of the songs they play it forward mm-hmm. and then when you hear the they play it backward and I don't mean like backward, like I mean like the last part you just heard is now the first part, and the intro is also the outro. And it's really cool, and I didn't fucking realize it until okay. like a week ago. And I was like, it's like wow, that is really good, interesting. So check it out if you're a fan of that album, Pressures. Listen to it again. Keep that in mind. You're not gonna unhear it. <laughs> Copy also, that. Also, they got a whole bunch of bangers on deep. Oh, right. so. 150 percent. All right. So real quick before we sign out. Wanted to thank everybody for the surge of listens that we've had over the last couple last month or so. Much love. Uh, yeah, we're we're yeah, everything's out there, man. We're uh, we're moving, we're we're we're, we're we're clanging and banging, you know. Clanging and banging. Clanging In and the banging. Kitchen, ratatouille style. Yeah, sir. Uh, we're moving about, and I like it. So get at us, man. Get at us on all the Twitters, so we know that you're out there, so we know who you are. Maybe shoutouts ensuing, uh, depending on who gets back to us. Uh, but yeah, let's sign off for this fucking week before this goes any longer than it has to. All right, Twitter, Periscope, Snapchat, Tumblr, Reddit at Second City Kids, Instagram Second City Kids J as in Jacob, www.facebook.com/slash Second City Kids. You can almost ah also email us comments, questions, or concerns at Second City Kids at gmail.com. Subscribe and rate to us on iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, and anywhere else podcasts are found. Also, you can go to the host site Second City Kids Podcast.podbean.com. Signing out for this week. Uh, it's Jacob and Gabe, and we'll see you here back week. Next, blah, 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 blah. deuces. You will see you here next week for seventy-five. Deuces. <laughs>